news. Liberty Mutual Insurance knows you're focusing on the road right now, so we'll just describe our newspaper print ad to you. It's a tiny square that's colored a newspaper shade of gray that has you thinking yellow. As the words read, Liberty Mutual customizes your insurance so you only pay for what you need. Now that's the kind of print ad that'll make you glad you still read newspapers. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. There is no better way to make a more comfortable home for the new year than a visit to the semi-annual white sale going on now at TheCompanyStore.com. From our famous lacrosse down comforters and pillows to the finest quality sheets, towels, bedding basics, and home decor, you'll find everything you need to stay warm in winter and then start spring with style. Receive 20% off your entire order and get free shipping when you enter the code radio19 at checkout thecompanystore.com we're all about comfort nearly 30 drug makers have taken steps to raise prices of their medicines in january dr nicole sapphire is a fox business medical contributor she makes sense of this and if you can expect your prices to be heading up for those drugs well let me tell you that depends on the insurance companies and the pharmacy benefit managers because what happens the drug companies they'll increase these list prices but they also increase the rebates that they send out as well so the insurance company they can either um, trickle down that savings to their patients or they can have the patients pay more out of pocket through their copays or their deductibles so it's not always a nefarious drug manufacturers. You also have to take into account the profitability of the insurance companies and the pharmacy benefit managers. There's a lot of profitability before you see any sort of patient savings. And one New Yorker is going to be $425 million richer thanks to Tuesday's Mega Millions jackpot. New York lottery officials say the winning ticket was sold in Long Island. You're listening to USA Radio News. Are you looking for the easiest way to stay connected with KSHP and the Radio Shopping Show? Then sign up for the KSHP VIP Text Club. Simply text the letters KSHP to the number 86677, and you'll be the first to find out about big sales, hourly specials, and promotions running at KSHP. Once again, text KSHP to 86677 and never miss out on any of our amazing deals and sales at the Radio Shopping Show. The KSHP VIP Text Club, keeping you connected to your favorite radio station. Hey, it's Tommy T with my buddy Sal the Bookmaker from Place Your Bet. Sal and I break down NFL, NBA, NHL, and NCAA games with hard-hitting analytics and data every night. If you're betting at the sportsbook, online, or you're old school and still betting with your bookie, don't be a stoonod and listen to us. Catch Place Your Bet weekdays at 8 p.m. here on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas or stream the show live at placeyourbet.vegas. One of the greatest moments for expectant mothers and fathers is getting to meet your baby for the first time. Let Baby's First Image introduce you to your little bundle of joy through a 3D or 4D HD ultrasound. Enjoy our spacious, relaxing ultrasound office with plenty of room for excited family members to share the experience with. Our techs have over 20 years of ultrasound experience and our high-tech imaging gives you an amazing first glimpse of your baby. Book your appointment today at babiesfirstimage.com. That's babiesfirstimage.com. Hi, my name is Missy, and I wanted everyone to know about my show, Missy Fit Sports. It's the freshest sports show in Las Vegas. Who wants to hear just about sports stats? That's what Google is for. Learn about what you can to look up with me. My guests include sports members to the biggest fans in town. Enjoy the fitness foodie segment with local restaurant owners. Listen and watch Missy Live Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. on KSHP and live on Facebook pages, Missy Fit Sports, Missy Fit Sports Group, and Missy Lynn Page. See you next Tuesday.
The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. At Oasis Bar and Grill, they have everything a Las Vegas local is looking for. Great gaming options combined with excellent food and drink. It's a winning parlay. Visit Oasis' two locations at 4955 Decatur, just south of Tropicana, and 3003 North Rainbow near Cheyenne. Oasis Bar and Grill is home of the $100,000 jackpot. Become an Oasis Players Club member and you're in action with generous gaming promotions, including cash, that reward loyal players. Oasis has three daily happy hours featuring five times points and a 24-hour kitchen that has it all. From breakfast, fantastic finger foods, all the way up the dining ladder to surf and turf. There's also a spacious banquet room available for special parties. What more could a local ask for? Friendly staff, fantastic food and drink, and generous gaming promotions that reward loyal players. Stop by Oasis Bar and Grill at 4955 Decatur near Trop and 3003 North Rainbow near Cheyenne. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources 
directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Happy New Year, everybody. It's another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. Oh, the big bowls are behind us, but we got a championship game to be played. Wild card weekend, the NFL postseason begins. Hoops, college, NBA, NHL, golf returns, the PGA Tour, and the Tournament of Champions. If it's on the board, you can have some fun with it. And we invite you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. And the number is 800-209-1679. As we get the fun started, I can say with confidence, a happy guy. We have John and Mike. John probably cares a little bit because of his son. Uh, But Mike, with a collective sigh of relief... And excited for the postseason because the Ravens tried to spit the bit again. It was almost, almost the Bengals doing it to you again. This time with Baker Mayfield who missed a 10-yard out pass. Or you'd be watching the playoffs this weekend, my friend. Well, I mean, look, I mean, we talked about this last week. It was going to be a tough game. Uh-huh. The Cleveland Browns in the second half of the season – have played extremely well. Um, you know, they, they won at Denver, which is a tough place to play, and then they came here, and we always play them tough. We, it seems that the Ravens always play down to their competition. Not to say that the Browns are the Browns of years past, but just like the Chargers game, our defense is lights out on the road, and then we come home and we, we do this to us where it's like, as a Ravens fan, we almost expect it. Uh-huh. Where we're in the stadium, and Lamar's going in for the touchdown. He fumbles it. To be up twenty-seven to seven, uh, hey. they yeah. Luckily, they they shut that play down, or it would have been a, a fumble recovery for touchdown. But then just a, a series of events. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. how, how, the... how how about a ninety-nine yard touchdown for the Browns? They took off the board. That's I, what I'm talking about. Uh, they, listen, that fumble recovery. You got to be right. in it to win it. Who cares? You're there. Right, and then a series of events in the second half, and then what do we have? It we have the Browns with the ball win the field goal at the end of the game. They they get two um, instant replay calls where both of them were clearly in the first catch, and then Landry made an extraordinary catch, somehow got his hand underneath of it, and then they have first and 10 on the 39-yard line. And for the first time in the game, Brian, wouldn't you know it, the Ravens started blitzing. Not sure why they had to wait that long. Um, they finally brought pressure, and... You're but if, right. he Maybe he missed he missed he missed he missed that simple out pass. That was the death knell. If he if he makes that simple twelve yard out pass, the Browns have a field goal and it would have been drum roll time. 
But hey, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. But we won. We're here. I was and, there. It was you went. Me. I, w- I was the reason we won. Down. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, it, and I and I know my good friend John is you, much wait, wait, more. Wait, 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 wait. He what? didn't tell you the best part. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him. You could be. It's not. You're not bragging. Tell him how much the ticket costs for this week's game you're going to versus how much the ticket costs for last week's game that you went to. So last week's game, now granted I got him at face value last week. It was 140 a ticket. Okay. Um, I sat about 10 yard line Raven, you know, uh, home side lower level. This week the ticket was 416. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Playoffs, baby. This is what it costs. It costs. But you know what? You pay to play, right? That's what my, we my, son a- my son asked me if he could go. I said, "You have a perfectly good big screen at my house." <laughs> That's right. I said, you know, I'm not being. I said because uh, you know, my son texted me at the end of the game. He goes, "Dad, we're both happy. You had the plus points. He gets it now. <laughs> he goes, "You had the plus points, and I got the win." I said, "Exactly." You know, this goes back to I did. My, if you go to SportsInsiderRadio.com, there's a YouTube video I did. It's titled "Dub Bears." I said, what did I say last week? I said, they don't need the points to win the game outright. We also discussed that. I loved, uh, you know, teams that don't care going into the playoffs. Like, in retrospect, Carolina Carolina was a very easy game. Um, in retrospect, uh, you know, you have to take advantage of certain opportunities when teams have no reason to play versus teams having a reason to play. I go back to the same scenario, which is, if a team needs to win, I really don't expect them to cover unless it's under a key number. So if I was going to take the Ravens, I would only take them under two and a half. The minute it hits three, I expect a push. I expect Tucker winning the game by a field goal. But look, Mike already knows my position before we came on the air. My gut tells me it's very hard to beat a team twice, and they're, getting, they're the favorite because they're at home. And, I, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're going to put Rivers against Lamar, you know, honestly, my gut tells me that, the Chargers are going to win the game outright. That's and the bottom line is the game sitting at two and a half. Baltimore favorite totals forty one and a half, forty two. I think, eh, boy, I know. And Mike, I, Mike knows in his heart he's not going to be shocked walking out of there with his head down if they lose. It's not going to be unexpected because it is really hard for a team to beat a team twice in a four, in a three two and a half week period. And Mike also look and let's not let's not sugarcoat this. My son, you mentioned my son at the beginning. He's he's actually here today. He's off school. He doesn't go back till tomorrow because of the holidays. I FaceTimed him. He was watching the game at his mother's house. Brian, he was shaking. Literally, it was like <laughs> you're creating like, a monster. The kid's like, going to be a basket case. But listen, for all, he did win his he did win his fantasy league. But but here's the thing: he was shaking. Uh-huh. He was shaking. I still get no credit for this fantasy week. I mean, you're, you were behind the scenes. Mike was manipulating Mike. Can you imagine my son's 13? He beats all these adults in fantasy league. They have no idea Big Mike's behind. I'm so, Hey, Brian, I'm drafting Mahomes for him. I'm picking up all these guys throughout the season. I mean, this guy's... This is just a free thing. No money. This is a 13-year-old kid. This is just for fun. But I'm just saying, it was all the... It's the, all the Connor, it was Mahomes. All, all the parents at our school going against the going against parents and kids first and so you know my son just blew them all out because his his uh his his behind the scene fantasy parent was a uh, big mike <laughs> yeah right yeah, so you're at school telling him yeah hey give me a call 1-800 right i'm already thinking if i should have my son like do daily fantasy league no, i'm just joking but but here's the thing like i go back to 
when you look at the state, we're going to get into making money here in a minute. We'll go over the stats in a second. But perfect example is Sunday. Our service members, that means you subscribe to us, you want to come in from the outside, you want to come into the inside, you're getting games from us, me and Mike. Mike, we were 5-0 and on Sunday. Now, Brian, we were 5-0 and on Sunday. And I did a YouTube video talking about we didn't, we didn't give out Cleveland as a service play. We didn't give out uh, the Bears as a service play. We didn't give out Carolina as a service play. We went 4-0 in college basketball and 1-0 in Premier League soccer. What the moral of that story is, not to be funny, but to be quite serious, that we're playing for an edge. I mean, football, it's over. I text James Jones before we came on the air. I said, would you like to come on? Uh, tongue-in-cheek and discuss last night's game because I, I went back and forth with James yesterday and I said look man the number one team against the spread getting 10 points or more in college football is Texas me I'm just a trend better I like to take those positions I didn't actually watch the game Mike did um, James, James just sent a text back he said I'm too depressed to talk mm-hmm. about the game enjoy the show like he can't as a fan forget the spread but I mean Mike you were basically saying this is another example of playing games like Carolina where it crosses over to college they didn't care did Georgia care well I mean we were t- in a way I mean I had this discussion for the last week with clients of mine and and other peers where Georgia literally and I, I, I saw reports about this the first three, four practices, the coach flipped out because no, none of the starters cared. They just basically they lost the SEC championship game. They weren't playing in the playoff. The game, which makes no sense because the Sugar Bowl is one of the top bowl games possible. So for them not to be ready, which it showed last night, I mean, they didn't even wake up. Texas was pumped. Texas was in it from the first whistle. And, you know, the guys on Georgia, the, these all-stars, a Swift had two – uh, fumbles. He didn't look himself after be having a great season. The receivers just were off key. It, it just seemed like the entire team didn't really care until the coach, you know, lit a fire under them in the halftime. Said, "Look, you got to play," and it was just too late. I mean, they had too well, much of a Penn hole. Penn State was the same thing, it. right? And yeah. let's talk about Mike. I uh, had some clients actually middle the Washington game almost. I mean, the line was from four to seven. Mike had Washington plus six and a half with one of our guys that makes plays at the Vegas Strip and seven. And I mean, I went on Twitter last night. It's funny. I, I use Twitter just as a. I don't really interact with people. I just like to see the people freaking when I know certain things are going to surprise everybody. Who had Ohio State and got the bad number was just absolutely ill after you know the other team scores twenty points in the fourth quarter. Why do you think they had a bad number? because they waited till game time because they probably wagered on the games leading up to it. They didn't have any stability on a number like we do where, look, we had six and a half. It, it rose to as much as seven very early in the day. We locked it in at the touchdown plus seven. It didn't even matter who the team was. If we're getting seven in that scenario, we fall in love with the number and we take it. You wait till game time, it's four and a half. So what did I do? I actually did middle the game. I had Ohio State in a teaser – and I teased them down, and I basically had Washington. So in terms of won both sides because I got the better number in the morning. And, and as well with the teaser itself, I waited till game time and had the teaser, and I got more points on the tease side. So that's trading, and we have no emotion, and my clients are calling me, and they're still, they hate it because they want to root for a team 
They don't want to sit there and wait for the numbers to match up so we can win both sides. They want to sit there and root a team in the entire game, and they have mixed emotions because they can't have Ohio State blow them out by too much, and I'm getting calls in the first half. It's 28-3. to They're done. You're never done in the first half. We, had, we saw this with Alabama um, the other day where they had a huge lead, and then they shut it down because they're, they have not, all they want to do is win the game. And it seems like they just take the foot off the pedal and the other team backdoors it. And now, Brian, I want to ask you a question. Since you're, you're, you're again, you know, decades in Las Vegas where it's always been legal, and now it's, I always go back to the legalization of wagering, I think, and this is my perception, is that you're going to see more what used to be legitimate backdoor covers, but they're not backdoor covers. What you're going to see is everybody is well aware. Now it's, it's out in the open and everybody is well aware of the point spread, and they all know their spread going into the game. And I think that you're going to pay a premium for laying these favorites in these marquee matchups because the coaches don't want to look like they're trying to cover the spread. So it's easier, it's easier if you're the favorite to not care in the fourth quarter and let the dog cover because it looks like you don't have any interest. Otherwise, like in the old days when I think the Patriots played the Redskins and they just – I think it was the Redskins and they just went oh, – I don't know if you remember that matchup. They, like, scored 40 against them, and instead of taking the knee at the end of the game, they just kept rolling. Well, there, we, gonna... just, we just saw one of the other – I mean, the, the Bama game. I mean, right. Bama and game. somebody just said, oh, blah, 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 about the spread. I said – they know what it is, but so, so, in many respects, they're they're not. I mean, if anybody would have been motivated, uh, you know, boosters and probably the thirty five thousand Bama fans that were at the game, and Bama's got the ball at the three yard line, you know, Saban takes his headset off with thirty sec- fifty seconds to go because kneel down is the thing to do. If they if they cared about the spread, you know. He's running it into the end zone. Well, how about I, here? I how about Michael? Fa- fantasy football. Todd Gurley, twice, twice. this year. Todd Gurley right. lays so, down when he could have crawled into the end zone. But uh, but I think you have to add that to your handicapping, and you have to understand that people. When I go when I go out, what I call in the real world, the non gambling world. Like today, I had my first physical therapy on my shoulder, and the guy goes, "What do you do for a living?" And I said, "I you know I'm in the, in the sports." And immediately he starts with, "What's the line on the Ravens game?" And did you see the Bama game? Right, because everybody bets, right? And, it, and he says, and they all ask me the same question: just when I'm going to get a coffee, when I'm going to eat, whatever. Uh, How is your business being affected with the legalization of sports <laughs> well, wagering? It's your problem. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. It's your problem because you run around. Mike, he's he's whining, right? This is the guy who walks around. He's got the T-shirt with with his face on it, with the beard. You know what? I haven't seen the T-shirt in a while. He's got to break it out. Yeah, I can't put my arm through the sleeve yet. But uh, well, don't worry. By March twentieth, I'll do it. Uh, but so, but he, but here's the thing, though. What I realized was the people keep asking the same question: How is it you could cha- your business changed with the legalization of sports wagering? And I basically said, you know, the people that have always wagered have always wagered. Of course, you get some newbies to the fold, but not really in the client aspect. What I really thought about driving back to the office today was how it's changed is that these favorites know their favorites. And they don't want the perception to look like. I think they. It looks more legitimate in their minds to take off the headset, take the knee, before when it was actually basically illegal, quote unquote, except offshore in one state, Nevada. But now that everybody's playing them, I think that you're going to see a lot of these what are perceived as bad beats, not so much bad beats, and that's where you have the in-game opportunity. The live going into the fourth quarter, um, and the live. I mean, I, look, I played one game live 
in my own personal account this week, small, and, you know, I lost the game. It was that Oklahoma State travesty nonsense when they were down. I figured they would make a run because they gave me good lines. But, I mean, the reality is when you see these teams with these huge leads, I say you have to take the position now, expect them to be blown. All right, 2019 commences. And do you have a summation uh, with our weekly I, I homework do. assignment I, on, on yeah, what happened so in 2018? Yeah, so what if I told you, and we're going to talk about this. I don't want to talk about college football because it's, no, it's not relevant to today. I'm going to talk about NBA, okay. NCAA, NCAA, basketball, and, and, and NFL football. What if I told you, Brian, Please that tell me. You, were, you were up 29 games and you were down money? Would you believe me? Yeah. You, 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 okay, because here's the deal. There have been 1,999 covers in college basketball since the beginning of the season. 1,199 covers. They're, and I'm not counting the 46 pushes, right? The, the covers on the closing number, 50.7%. Now, what that does is that's 1,014 games and winning as a favorite. The favorites have a small edge, 0.7% edge, and 985 losses. So if you have a website, and again, I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying, if your website is based upon win-loss, more winners than losers, and you posted, I'm 1,014 and 985 plus 29 units, you would be saying something that mathematically is not possible. Yeah, you're up 29 games. You won 101,400 on the 1,014 winners. But on the 985 losers at 10 cents, you lost $108,350. So you are literally down 6950 betting $100 a game up 29 games. If you take that to the NBA, you're only up five games. The both, every team, everything is 50%. Favorites are winning in college basketball 50.7%. In NBA, dogs are winning 50.4%. Talk about sharp line makers in the NBA, Brian. 277, 272, and 4. You're down $2,220 with the VIG being up five games. And then you go over to the NFL. And the NFL is 53% to the dogs, 53% to the dogs, 133-115-8. So, again, you're, you know, you're, you're up 16 games and you're down money because of the juice, or up a small, like up 700 bucks. I didn't do the exact math. The point is, you're listening to this radio show, whether you're listening to it online, whether you're driving down the road, whether you're in Summerlin, whether you're in North Las Vegas, whether you're on the Strip, and you're saying, I want to pick more winners than losers, you can't, it's not possible. The line makers are so good at what they do. We talk about it every year. Here we are, the second day of the new year. We look back in the rearview mirror, and everything was 50% against the spread. That's, that means they're, you know. They you know what they're doing. The they you know. can flip a coin. Yeah. You can literally flip a coin. You don't have to buy any information from anybody. You, don't, you can cover your eyes. You can open up the sports page. You can just drop your finger, and, you're, you're, and you know that you're guaranteed to lose juice. <laughs> it's amazing. No, and that's and, and that's why. And if you want to explain this, I mean, a large part of what you do as well uh, are halftime wagers and in, in finding those opportunities uh, that really just bring themselves to the forefront once a game begins. 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And like I said, you know, that's the whole thing is that you know, what we've been – look, we've been doing less halftime trading uh, early in the season because it's still early in the college basketball season. Like today is the first huge big day. But I said, Mike, what's, your, what's our overall record with our algorithm in NCAA basketball right now? Well, we didn't use it in November because that's where it tracks data. So I don't even start it until December 1st. So since December 1st, we're 38 and 16. Okay, so 38 and 16, but here's the thing, Brian. Again, we will variate our wagers because the 38-16 going back to betting the same amount on every game doesn't give you the value that knowing which games have a higher power rating and which games have a lower power rating. You know, I was, and so it goes back to, it was interesting, I watched a video with your good friend and acquaintance of mine, Tony Miller, um, and he was talking about how he makes the line. And the, and the, the interview, he asked him, Tony, since you're an independent book, how do you make your lines versus the opening number? And then he goes, everything starts with power ratings. Every team has a power rating. Everything goes back to the power ratings. Well, so why, when you wager, would you assume that every game has the different value? If, if you're making a game at minus four and the line is minus nine, obviously you have a five-point edge to the dog side. So we're, you, when, you're mathematic, when, you're, when you're playing math, like the Ohio State-Washington game, you can be a mercenary and hop back both sides if you know what that key number is, you know what that power rating is. Obviously, in NHL, if you're just picking a winner, it doesn't work. Obviously, it doesn't work in, in, um, in MLB, and we love all those sports. But the point is is that this is what drives the average player crazy because you, you, everybody makes New Year's resolutions, and we get an influx of gamblers on, on December 31st calling the office looking to subscribe. And, you know, I tried it every year. I'm finally here, and I can't. I'm, I'm, down, I'm, I'm down X amount of dollars. And, you know, when you get into it with the client, you have him go back and look at his wagering history. Most of these guys are 50%. They don't realize it. But they, they do things that are, that, are, that are the opposite of what professional bettors do. They bet more when they lose. They chase. They bet less than when they win because they want to protect their profits, as opposed to a professional better that bets more when he wins and bets less when he loses. And, again, this goes back to and then people that are just trying to make all their money with parlays, and again, parlays are fun if it's a small percentage of your actual wager. Did you have any crazy stories? Uh, anything on the Vegas Newswire? You know, somebody coming in and pounding some game for this amount of money. I heard there was one guy walked in and bet a loser two hundred and fifty thousand at the Suncoast. Have you had any crazy? Yeah, I, th- I think I think uh, some guy. Uh, it would have been a million dollars. Would have been. <laughs> what, exactly. It, it would have been a million dollars he won. I, and I, where, what did he put up? I, he put up a boatload, but it was a, a money line parlay on blah, 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 but the last team was Georgia. Have a nice day. Well, Mike, will, Mike, Mike can give you that. Mike, didn't you lose something with the yeah, – But if that was the case, you would think these guys would be sharper – the hedge did not the hedge it, knowing that it's. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Game. I'm sure. They're, I'm sure they're, they're coming back the other way. But particular, I mean, look, we we talk about all these sports like college football and NFL. Those are the toughest sports to beat. I mean, when when John just said we played four college basketball games on Sunday. Now, granted, we normally do play. We have a couple guys that we we all know that do really well in NFL. Uh, but the last week of the season. You literally didn't know who was playing, how long they were playing for, the lines were off. It's pretty much a crapshoot. Whereas, you know, we're playing with college basketball. The line makers 
cannot adjust the number quickly enough with these teams and these conferences that nobody's even heard of them. Well, and, and to the point of the 50%, well, I couldn't help myself. I told you in NCAA basketball, it's 50.7%. As of right now, with one college football game remaining, the a record against the spread was 50.7%, the same exact record percentage-wise as college basketball is right now. You ready, Brian? Mm-hmm. Dogs won 435, 423, and 15, 50.7%. So in both college sports, now obviously college basketball goes all the way to March, but right now the records are exactly the same. How, are you, how hard is it going to be to try to make money picking more winners than losers when you're sitting at that fit? Every, I mean, really, every sport. And it's funny, the more we talk about it, what it, what it, would a little free advice and I, last week I gave out a free winner by the way Brian what'd you think of the Buffalo game I know were you expecting them to go roll like that and what'd you think of my, my the Bears bet I gave it out free what'd you think of that Bears oh well the Bills thing was the gift of our lifetime I mean we talked about it on the show last week I mean it, it just set your clock by it Miami and Buffalo in December with Ryan Tannehill it's going to be a boat race plus it was Kyle Williams last game and they were going to no way they were going to lose the game for that guy that was kind of the heart and the soul of the so, team for the last decade. So I want to do a segue. So I gave out the Bears for free. They were getting three. I said they should never be getting points. Now they're laying six against the Super Bowl champions mm-hmm. at home. Again, And we've seen Philly has these manic starts and stops, and they roll and then they don't roll. Do I like the Bears laying six when I love them plus three? Absolutely not. This is a game that I would basically say – Wait for it to go to seven and a, seven, seven and a half if it goes up that high. Take the dog for the value. Will I be surprised if Philadelphia, again, wins outright? Will I be surprised if every dog this weekend wins outright? Well, I mean, the two other games are not even – they're a joke. On Saturday, I mean, we can go into those games. Houston's one and 49, and Dallas is one and 42 and a half. I wouldn't be surprised. You ready? This sounds crazy. Yeah. If every road team won this weekend outright. I, oh, I think he, I think he's taking a lot of medicine still. Well, you can't say that on the two one point games. I mean, it's not well, I, I think every we, I will say this: every dog is live. I, I, I do I, believe they're live, but year after year, we say this, and the statistics will never change. Beating a winning team on the road is extremely hard in the NFL. A team with a winning record on the road, especially right now, the good teams rise to the top. That's why we see. New England basically make it to the Super Bowl. Listen, I watched, the, I watched the end of that Dallas game, and I don't watch a lot of games. I'm going to tell you right now, the livest dog on the board is Seattle, even though it's they're only getting one. Dallas did not impress me. I don't know if you watched that game, Brian. I'm sure you watched that game. You watch all the games. Yes. I mean, did, you, did, I mean, did Dallas impress you? They, I mean, the Giants had the lead with how many minutes or seconds left? No, I'm with you, bud. I mean, I, I think Dallas is challenged in the red zone. It's been their shortcoming all year long, and Russell Wilson's as clutch as they get. I got an idea, boys. Why don't we take a quick timeout, and we'll come back and we'll go through those games. And you got it. and I know uh, John will talk about you know games that are hovering around a key number in ways you want to approach that. It is Sports Insider Radio. Invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. 800-209-1679. We'll be right back on Sports Insider Radio. 
1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, we're back with you, Sports Insider Radio. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. Right back to the boys, John and Mike, wild card weekend. Standalone games, guys, and, and you know uh, your clients, they'll be clamoring for this because we get four football games over the weekend, hovering around key numbers, but they're standalone games, and we know what that's all about. Yeah, I mean, we got the first game on Saturday with the Colts and the Texans. This is the the trifecta, the third game of this rivalry throughout the year. They they split. Um, the Colts are one of the hottest teams. They started out one and five, Brian, and they've won nine out of the last ten. So um, they're a team to be reckoned with. They've shown they could win on the road. Houston normally brings it. Um, they had a good. They won in the playoffs last year. Um, Deshaun Watson seems pretty healthy. Uh, but I think with them being so thin at the wide receiver position, losing Demaryius Thomas last two weeks ago, and and then losing uh, Fuller about a month ago when they had to traded for Demaryius, I see that they're very thin and the running back Lamar Miller is a little banged up. This is going to be a very close game. Obviously, the linebackers know it. it's a one. You know, started out at two and a half. The Texans, Texans right now are at one. Um, but again, if if I have to pick a team. I'm gonna. I'm. You guys keep saying that they're all live dogs. I'm going with the home team in this matchup. I'm not saying we're gonna take them, but if if I had to flip a coin in the playoffs, if it's a coin flip game, I'm gonna give the home team the edge. Well, I mean, the one thing is, in, in its perception, it, but 
Houston very quietly uh, had an incredible run throughout the course of the season. Everything they did was kind of under the radar. Great defense. They can rush the passer. Decent secondary. I mean, look, if you can rush the passer when you have Watt um, on one side and you have um, – I just lost my train of thought. Um, forgot his name. But um, they're, they're oh, both Clowney. The Clowney. Car- yeah, Clowney and Watt on that basically – um, bookend both sides on the defense, and you can rush the passer with basically four guys. That's the key. I mean, when you any team in the past has a sustainable, good defense that's won the Super Bowl can rush the passer extremely well without having to blitz, and that means they have more guys playing man zone coverage in the back, and that's what makes a great defense. No, similar to um, St. Louis. I mean, uh, similar to the Rams. Wow, St. Louis, um, and similar obviously to the Bears. So teams like that seem to do very well um, late in the season um, because their defense plays well, they run the ball well, and, and they win games by shutting and getting to the quarterback. You bring up this – go ahead, John. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You no, I was just going to say that real quick. I mean, um, you know, when you look at this, I mean, Indy Houston division foes, they know each other. Um, and then Sunday we get the Chargers in Baltimore, albeit different divisions, but they just played each other. So that familiarity for the uh, opponents comes into play. Yeah, I mean, Gordon's hurt in the Chargers game. Um, not sure how healthy he is right now. They're showing him as probable, but uh, I saw the injury. He got His ankle got rolled up on. Um, he just had a, He just came back from a knee injury where he sat out a couple games. Um, if he's not healthy, um, I believe the Ravens have a huge edge. I mean, he's a top five running back in my eyes in the league because he's so versatile where he could catch the ball out of the backfield as well as run just as any good as any other back out there. Um, not having him at full strength on the road in a very, very hostile environment. I mean, the last game, um, I don't make it to as many Ravens games anymore, but uh, it was as loud as I've ever, ever seen at Ravens Stadium. And it's going to be just as loud, if not louder, this week. So it, the Ravens are a very tough team to game plan against simply because you just haven't seen this type of offense in many years. I mean, you go back to the Michael Vick days where you just the run-pass option, and now they've been sprinkling in a lot of play action, which, you know, the guys in the in, – if, if the wide receivers could create separation – um, it's a very good recipe, especially this time of the year. Play great defense, run the ball well, which we do. Um, don't make mistakes. Don't turn the ball over like Lamar did last game. Um, and, and just basically just trust your skill positions because we have three good tight ends, Brian. We have Andrews, we have Boyle, and we have Hurst. Um, you know, the, if you actually look at our rookie um, class that came in, we have like five guys on offense between an offensive lineman, Gus Edwards, and Hayden Hurst and Lamar Jackson that have all contributed a lot for this team. So um, it all starts a lot of time with the draft, and when you have good draft classes and you have some good veterans that could keep the guys in line, you have good teams. And with the Ravens, it's just a tough team to game plan against simply because of that, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get out of them. Is Lamar going to run at every play? Or is he going to have a good play-action game like he did versus the Chargers when he went for Andrews for a 70-yard um, touchdown pass? So it's a team that I believe nobody wanted to play come playoff time. They're finally here. Um, we're not, again, Brian, we're not scared of anybody. Um, and go Ravens, baby. I know it's uh, <laughs> it, I wouldn't be surprised, like John said, 
if the Chargers won this game outright, being as good as they are, and they've won um, at hostile places this year when they won at Kansas City, which is top two hardest place to play. And so I know they're not scared of anybody. And playing a team twice in the year, it's hard to beat them twice. But, again, if the Ravens made it this far with – look, look, Lamar 6-1, and one, and if it wasn't for an overtime and a 4th and 30 versus the Chiefs on the road – he would have an undefeated record so far as a starter. So the guy does know how to win games. I just hope that um, his being a rookie doesn't catch up with him and those growing pains where, you know, you make a couple mistakes, that the spotlight could be too big. Um, that could all play a, a big role this time of the year. But it seems like he's pretty poised back there. I just believe that they keep running the offense, this, this amazing offense that our coordinator designed for midseason, we have a – a very good shot to to beat anybody. Hey, listen, uh, Dub Bears, as you always say, John, and you were over them last week. The funny thing is, here they're sitting here in that five and a half, six point range, favored over Philadelphia, and they developed this matchup by beating the Vikings. So, uh, you know, Chicago, Chicago kind of made their own bed here, uh, and we're in that mode here with that five and a half range where this thing could be a little volatile and it seems like it's trending that money's going to keep coming in on Philadelphia as the week goes on. Yeah, and if, if, if you, you could take that same thing and hop over to Monday, January 7th, it's the same thing with the Clemson game. I mean, I've, I mean, just to if you look at double-digit dogs like we were talking about all season long, I mean, let's take this weekend. So, again, doesn't matter how you covered. You lost if you laid the double digits with Alabama. You lost if you laid the double digits with Georgia. Obviously, that was an outright win. Um, but, again, Texas is the number one team against the spread, getting 10 or more. I mean, the, look, over the course of time, I have a rule. If, if it's five, I love the dog. And if it's seven, I, I love the dog because you're – the five, too, it's too easy for that team that's laying five. Take the Ravens game last week that uh, Mike was at. I mean, again, we we let, we were on Cleveland on an opinion play. Mike didn't bet the Ravens. Mike didn't drive to West Virginia and bet the Ravens. He didn't drive to Delaware and bet the Ravens. He didn't call whoever and bet the Ravens. He didn't go offshore and bet the Ravens. He if he and he didn't bet Cleveland. But if he was forced, he would have bet Cleveland and rooted for the Ravens. I mean, this is where if you're a, if you're a money line better, you could you know, and you don't mind laying the vig. You know, you can be greedy. You can you can lay lay the bears on the, the bears on the money line and then take Philly <laughs> then take Philly plus the seven. You know what I mean? Well remember so every year we talk about the, the best covering team um in the league. Last year obviously Philly was extraordinary against the spread. The Bears are that team this year. They're twelve and four record, they're twelve and four against the spread. And in the last ten games they had a push where they were laying three Oh, sorry, they lost um, when they lost to the Giants. So, And that was a three-point spread. Every other game they've covered, they went out right. I mean, this team just brings it every week just because of that defense. And with the Eagles, I don't know how they, – they keep playing it down with Nick Foles' injury with his bruised ribs. I don't know how badly um, they're injured, meaning if he had any bra- uh, broken ribs or not or just bruised. But, you know, he takes one big hit by Khalil Mack. They, he could be out, but the good news is Carson Wentz is not hurt. He's just a backup right now, so if anybody could come in as a backup, 
and win a game for you, man, I'd like well, to have Carson Wentz. I don't, I don't know about Wentz. I, is, is his availability? I mean, you sure it wouldn't be Sudfeld? Do you think you think that Wentz is actually going to be? They keep again. They they play this. Uh, they play it for the media's game. event where they don't want to. Yeah. yeah, the cat and mouse game where they don't want to reveal it. They keep saying he's you know he's probable, but again, Wolf. Well, look, if Nate Sudfeld comes in, they're done. This guy is not going to lead a team to victory, um, especially at Chicago, which is the toughest place to well, play. Well, let me, let me just say one thing. You know, We're talking about all these individual games, but I think you can use futures also as, a, as an angle to figure out the, the games that you're looking to wager on the day of. So it's like, obviously, you know, the team that's favored to win the Super Bowl is not playing this week and got blown out last week because they, they let Carolina, they basically let Carolina win. But look, the reality is, I'm, telling, I'm saying it right here, I'm agreeing with the futures, Saints are going to win the Super Bowl, end of story. That's it. So we wow. already know it's just it's just like we know we knew Alabama was going to get to the final game. Now I said they were going to win it all. My son said in the beginning, "Well, that's no fun. We know Alabama's going to be there." I'm not so sure yeah, they're going to win I'm, this game. I'm not either, bud. And I'm going to say this: I'm not giving out a selection on this game. But if you want to take Clemson, it's the same thing. And this is where you have to open your mind if you're listening to this show. If you're going to take Clemson, don't take the points. Just bet them on the money line. They're not going to – nobody's winning this game by three. Nobody's winning this game by – this is a whoever covers wins the game outright. It's like what I said about the Bears. I said they don't need them. They're not going to cover and lose by three. No. Sometimes you just have to know going into a matchup – who wins is who covers. So, if you, you know, everybody goes, I'd rather have the plus five. Okay, split it up. Go 70-30. Bet 30% on Clemson on the money line and bet 70% plus the five. I don't buy it. I think we'll be talking about this game next Wednesday, and I'll say, aha, whoever covered won the – you know, obviously Alabama has to win the game outright. But what I mean by that is if you like Alabama, don't expect Alabama to win by three. You can lay the number no problem. And if you like Clemson – don't expect them to lose by three. So do you ever look at a game and break it down that way, Brian, where you basically say, if I'm taking this dog, this is a live dog, and this, that's well, what I do a lot of. Yeah, I, I, I think you've said this before, uh, unless, you know, I mean, not a 20-point dog, and I, how, many, how often are you stepping in front of that bus? But, I mean, generally speaking, you're taking a dog, your starting point should be, can the dog win outright? Right, so now here's another thing, and I'm going to let you and Mike talk about this because we've got about ten minutes left in the show. Why is it that the Ravens are minus 2.5? And, and then when I look at the odds to win the Super Bowl, the Ravens are plus 2,000 and the Chargers are plus 1,800. Why is the, why is the d- bigger dog in the futures the favorite? See, that's the stuff that kind of makes you go, what? Well, what? it depends where, you're, where, where that... Yeah, I got at the what house game, that the is. Ravens plus sixteen hundred, yeah. Chargers plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's, it's money drives that. I mean, it, it's a, right. di- it's a different the, pool. I mean, you, you and hear the, this the whole show. I mean, he, everything. All he wants to do is bash the Ravens, the Chargers. Are, he might as well look. He might as well just move West Coast, <laughs> hang out with you every week, fly in. For, I do that anyway. I just want to have a good shoulder. But anyway, but but no. I mean, really, when you look, when you look at these futures, I mean, again. There's no value in playing the Saints plus 250. There's no value. I mean, you don't really get any value, even the Chiefs. I mean, it's amazing. They have the Saints leveled up. You know, the Chiefs are, what do you have at Westgate on the Chiefs versus the Saints, Mike? Uh, The Saints are plus 200. The Chiefs are plus 450. Right. I mean, can you believe that, Brian, the season the Chiefs have had? 
and you can get four fifty on them right now. It's pretty. It's a. It's, I mean, here's here's the best odds. The Patriots plus six hundred. Oh, Brian, at least he didn't say the best odds were the Ravens. Go ahead. I mean, truth, <laughs> the best odds. I'll just let you guys go ahead. Again, it. another yeah. team that everybody's counted out. Tom Brady's old. He can't get it done. All these factors. All these guys are hurt. Josh Gordon's gone. At the end of the day, you have a home game in the divisional round, and then potentially, if if the Chiefs gets upset, they might get another home game, and then they make it to the Super Bowl for the umpteen time. So. This is the type of team that this time of the year, the coaching matters. We talk about it year after year. They have the best coach out there. They have one of, still one of the best quarterbacks, no matter his age. Um, look, plus 600, if I just had a shot at anybody with value, it would be the Patriots right now. My God, I don't, I don't want to see them again. So well, listen. I say Mike should just. I say we go run up to West Virginia. We get two thousand on the Ravens. You know you're dying to root for the Ravens. I mean, again, and look. Here's what I would say. Of all these dogs, Brian, and I want to because you're you're you know you love NFL like Mike. The Ravens do have, I think, the the, the best shot of the when you get over a thousand odds. When you like, basically, all these one point games are even. They're all plus three thousand. Colts are plus 3,000, Houston's plus 3,000, Seattle's plus 3,000, Dallas is plus 3,000. So, I mean, really, if you're looking for value when you want to do a lottery ticket bet, I don't think the Ravens is a bad bet. It's I'll not put a, my Ravens hat on for that. No, it's not at all. I mean, I clearly – well, uh, here, I can find it. But my, you got it in front of you. Uh, up by, what, what do you got Houston and Indy at? Plus 3,000. Yeah, they're all 3,000. Oh. All four, one, one, the Saturday games, all the futures are the same, 3,000. I mean, how about Houston? I, I honestly, I mean, when, I, when, I when did they win nine in a row? Uh, you know, it's well, really no, they, they lost. They just lost recently. No, but they had a nine. A nine oh, they game, had it right. Had right, a nine right, game right. winning streak, and and they they lost at the end. They, they, I mean, you could say the same thing for the Colts. They got healthy. They got their players back. They've been rolling ever since. Ever since that one and five start, they've been rolling. Well, I mean, What's you know, that? Indy's the now team, right? I mean, Indy who. But nobody's talking about Houston. <laughs> it's like you, you know, know what? Nobody's talking about the Seahawks either. The Seahawks. I, mean, I think honestly, well right now. honestly, Brian. the Seahawks. I, I'm not kidding you. Um, yeah, say what you want. This may be the best coaching job Pete Carroll's ever done with that program, that organization. They, they could win this week. They could easily go into either the Saints or the Rams and beat them. I mean, they're so that goes that back. To, a lot of parody. So. That goes back to no value. Do both you both? Do you, I don't believe the Saints' value. I mean, it's a joke. Like, why would anybody bet plus two fifty on the Saints? It's a joke. I mean, I, there's just too many. Well, that and the Saints at the the last month of the season looked human. I mean, they 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 didn't have a great quarterback play. Their defense was susceptible. Um, skill position players weren't getting. I mean, the last month of the season. They were just get barely getting by. So it's we always say it this time of the year, who is playing the best football right now? Who is the healthiest right now? And for value sakes, Seahawks or Texans is a, is a great value bet. Now I want to ask you one question, Brian, about value because I know we're getting down to the end. When a team is on a winning streak or a losing streak, do you ever stand and stand? Do would you? Like, okay, well, I'll just say, like, look at Ottawa. They lost five in a row. We're going to transition to NHL. And they're getting 30 cents tonight against Vancouver. Uh, by the way, a couple weeks ago, I gave you that Pittsburgh winner against the, the Capitals. You're welcome. I remember every winner I give out on the air. Um, but, but, um, um, but seriously, like, when you look at a team like Ottawa, 
like Tampa Bay's won nine in a row. They're not playing today. Islanders are seven and two. They're not playing today. But Ottawa's lost five in a row, and they're at home getting thirty cents. Isn't that a good spot? You're at home, or you just like you don't subscribe to that strategy no, if you're going to take a shot. I will say this year's edition of the NHL, we're seeing uh, way more winning and losing streaks almost akin to what we see in baseball baseball that you you can you can kind of ride that wave out i i would say this uh you know ottawa back home you know they played a a, they had a big shot to beat columbus the other night and then they get an empty net goal they lose by two it looks like they got killed they gave up a goal with three minutes to go in an empty netter so uh you know i mean from a value perspective which we you know, you know the drill, <laughs> but uh, no, right, that's like, it's it's right. not the worst spot. It's not the worst thing in the world to say, hey, this Ottawa team. Uh, I will tell you this: Ottawa and Vancouver. I, I think you see a boatload of goals. And what do you think about the champions on the roll that they're on? What do you think about our Capitals? I mean, they've been rolling. By the way, Ovechkin said he's uh, uh, not going to play any All Star games. Says, nope, saving it for my team for the second half. He's a he's a he's a rebel, man. I tell you, he, he'll stick his neck out there, say what he thinks, and do what he thinks. I mean, but he's you know he said I'm not going to the All Star game. I like it. He's he's ready. He wants another cup. He wants to party for another month after the season's over. To you know, he have was you, having have a great you time. found the in- is the interest still is huge on betting? Uh, obviously, the local team as it was last year, or not so much. Oh, it's insane. And and oh, by the way. Uh, they're on a dead run again, you know. Right. And so, and people are, you know, starting to saddle up to it again. There's no doubt. I had a client call me last night before the Georgia game, and I, he's in Vegas with his wife on vacation from California. And I said, uh, who, and he goes, uh, you know, I'm, I'm about to go make a play, and I go on the Georgia game. He goes, No, I'm going to go bet Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, listen, so, they're they're right back at it again, and uh, no, this town's on its ear. They love these guys. Yeah, exactly. So, but what I will say is this, and I normally don't give this information out on the air. Mike, how many service plays do you have today in base basketball? Seven. How many of them are in the NBA? Zero. Right. So, Brian, what you have to understand is you look at these, the edge we are finding this year is not in the NBA. The edge we're finding this year is in college basketball so far. And it goes back to we know that everybody wants to watch games on TV. We know that everybody's obsessed with the pro sports, whether it's the NBA, the NHL, or the NFL. But you have to go not where value is, but where you have an edge. So if you're one of those guys that didn't mind last Sunday going 5-0 and with me yelling, go, um, and then hit going 4-0 in college basketball, that's the type of guy that can be successful. If you're the type of guy that knows, the, did you know there's Premier League today, Brian, at 11:45? Oh, give me one good one in the final minute. I mean, I, they're all English names that don't sound funny. So yeah, I mean, but you got the big game going off at 12 noon in Las Vegas, which you'll get a lot of action. Manchester United against Newcastle United in the Premier League. If you want that selections, by all means, pick up the phone and call Mike. Hey boys, happy New Year! Uh, we're off to a raucous start. We look forward to playing it back again next Wednesday. Always great fun. Have a good one, fellas, and we'll talk, talk to you guys next we'll week. We'll talk to you Have next week. John and Mike, great stuff. Don't forget, it's sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. Give it a, a peek, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. We'll be back with you again in Las Vegas next Wednesday. Uh, best of luck at the windows.
It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com. USA Radio News. President Trump is meeting with leaders on Capitol Hill to discuss border security. One of those meeting with the president is Republican Congressman Buddy Carter of Georgia. He tells Fox News what can be accomplished in a meeting like this. Well, hopefully we can jumpstart the process. I mean, obviously the Democrats have been no-shows. I mean, you know, where have they been? Out in Hawaii or wherever? And the president has wanted to negotiate. He's been in the White House. He's been available. And, and I think that this is a concerted effort on his part and on the administration's part to get something started. Now, before the meeting with lawmakers, the president met with his cabinet at the White House, where he talked again about border security. The $5 billion, $5.6 billion approved by the House is such a small amount compared to the level of the problem. The president also likened the southern border to a sieve and said walls work. You're listening to USA 